Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Congratulations to everybody out there. Pat yourself on the back. You made it to Friday. Uh, I guess you do have one uh, work day, but uh, don't take it too seriously. Don't get too much work done. It's almost the weekend, and you can start your day off here with us on early break. In fact, you can start your day off if uh, if you have the time to slide down by the station. We're having a grill out in the parking lot uh, starting now until 10 o'clock. So uh, I'm going to get some get, get some. I don't know what exactly I'm going to eat. I know there's like burgers and, and hot dogs and, and such. So I don't know. I'm going to eat something later. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Do people are people bringing their own grills? Uh, I, I think so. They about have to. I didn't see any grills out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, we don't we don't provide the grills. We yeah, don't have too many fun. of them laying around. Yeah, that sounds fun. How are you doing, Bach? Oh, not too bad. Uh, again, it's uh, it's a little bit earlier than I usually wake up, but I, I'm actually pretty spry this morning, I you, feel like. You had your McDonald's already. Yeah, I did. But you know what? I skipped the soda. I'm trying to not drink soda. It's just, just my birthday the other day. Instead of doing the New Year's re- resolutions, I wait till my birthday. And then I, uh, you know, try that for three weeks and so, then give up on something. So now what are you drinking over there? There's a bottle of something. Oh, yeah. Uh, I should all but sponsor this. It's sparkling ice. Sparkling uh, ice. Yeah, it's just water. It's just water, flavored water. Probably not any healthier than soda, as we probably find out with all these things. But uh, it at least it it it's uh, it's carbonated and it's water. Were you drinking? Were you drinking diet soda or were you drinking the real thing? Oh, the real thing. Oh, see, yeah, I think you. There's a point where you got to stop that. Yeah, I think that point is coming up on my. What time? <laughs> how old are you? Thirty-two. Oh, you. Eh, you might have a couple of years left of being okay. Yeah. I feel, but I feel like it should be the time now. Yeah, I yeah, I find, I found that giving it up. I haven't. I will have an occasional soda. Don't get me wrong. I'd say, if I had to guess, one a month, something wow. like that. Um, and I don't miss it. I don't miss it at all. In fact, you. I don't think you'll miss it. There are times when I'll see. I like Coke, just straight Coke. Yeah. And on a hot day, if I see a Coke can, there's always a temptation. <laughs> but. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. It doesn't. I don't miss it. Yeah, I. I, I don't know why. I think I've. I probably have, have developed a probably a bad habit to make myself feel better by drinking Dr Pepper. But I've. I've. I, the reason why I want to stop halfway is because I don't even drink the full thing anymore. If I get one, first of all, I'm kind of a soda snob, so. I prefer, if I can, um, to get it out of a, you know out of the machine instead of in a can or in a bottle. Uh, I, I just think it's much better. You go to a gas station and get it or whatever. Um, but uh, I don't. I'm not even finishing them anymore because I. I don't think I. I don't think I like them. I think I'm addicted. So that, that I, I be, think I'm just addicted yeah. more so than liking it yeah, as much. Sometimes you just want something in your hand. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I. I think a lot of people would say about coffee. It's not like this coffee I have. It's not like I love the taste. Yeah. You know? It's just something that it's hot and it just gives you a little zip in the morning. I'm probably physically addicted to it because I get headaches if I don't do it. Well, yeah. I get, I'll get a headache by noon if I don't have one by noon. So that's <laughs> yeah, physical see. addiction. Well, right? at least you're off soda. You got, you got yeah. moved on to coffee. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. What's on your mind sports wise? Oh, there's plenty going on uh, in the sporting world. Uh, not really. I mean, it's summer, so there's, there's not as much going on. But that's sporting list season, and that's one of my favorite seasons is just 
counting down to college football and getting excited about it. Uh, the Sporting News ranked their coaches, all 131 of them, uh, in college football. And, of course, Scott Frost's ranking is not as high as you'd want it to once be. Uh, do you remember these rankings? It was fun when Bo was was uh was in charge because it was hard to pin him down right mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it was there was always like if they had him like 24th or you know 15th you'd be like, that's too high he yeah. loses too many games 24th yeah. you'd be like hey that's too low he's consistent yeah. yeah and it would just it would just be fun to debate yeah um i don't know how much there is you know fun in debating scott frost ranking for what it's worth 57th out of uh, 131 coaches and so i mean you could do the thing of yeah well nebraska deserves better and all that. but we all we're all kind of in that same mm-hmm. thought space right already we already kind of know um that scott frost doesn't have a whole lot of leeway my question is what is it going to take for him um i mean let's say three years down the line mm-hmm do you envision Scott Frost? Like he keeps his job, right? Does well enough at Nebraska. Do you envision him being a top 20 coach? I mean, what's it going to take for him to get back up um, to the coaching elite rank? Because we're all looking at, you know, what's going to save his job and seven and five and eight wins or nine wins. And you know what? He could even put together three of those seasons. I don't know if he'd be um, a top 25 coach at that time. So, yeah. and, and the, the other part of that is it's not all bad news in that situation. Um, the good news is, you know, I was talking about this with Nate the other day on the ticket water cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of thinking, well, you know, if he, he starts succeeding, then his buyout's going to get bigger and his, and all this. Stuff. I'm not sure if his, <laughs> if his buyout's going to get back to what it was, or at least comparatively to where it, you know, money goes up in college football and in, in the rankings. So it could get back to where it was, but I don't think it'll be as much as high it was per the other coaches in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to take quite a turnaround because when Nebraska signed that contract, when they uh, agreed to that, he was, I mean, you do, I, I would be interested. I should pull up this list from 2018 going into mm-hmm. it. I'm sure he was top 25. Yeah. I, I'm not worried about the money part. I, I don't know. It'd be a great problem if he gets so good that that's what we're worried about. Right, yeah. Um, what would it take for him to get in the top 25? Two really good seasons, I think. I mean, I think. Uh, but it'd have to be. they'd have to be really good. Top 25, I mean, Arduzzi, um, six winning seasons in the last – six winning seasons the last seven years, but 53 and 37 – um, in that span, I don't know. It's not like that. The bottom of the top twenty-five is not crazy good. Yeah. You know? So I mean, Mel Tucker's eighteen and fourteen at Michigan State, and he's twenty-second, right? But he's coming off a hot season, and that's yeah. what these these rankings. Yeah, that's well, reflect. that's what I'm talking yeah. about. If Frost has a hot season, yeah, or two hot seasons, it'd probably take him two hot seasons, right? Yeah. Um, that's. I think that's what I think that's what it would take. Um, two. You know, yeah, just to get in the top twenty-five, um, and that's that's kind of what you're. If you're a Nebraska fan, that's what you're hoping. I think, right? I think, yeah, I think there's that's... some people that are ready to move on. I don't well, think. Yeah. I I think the majority aren't. Um, I think the majority recognize that if they move on, yeah. Um, you think that would be a problem? You're, are you in the camp? Uh, that if... uh, I mean, I think that you. Well, you can't just hand him the job if he has another losing season. Right. But I think it's, yeah, I think it's a little scary if you remove everybody over there again and start from scratch. Yeah. I don't know. I think with the, the, the latest additions, um, you know, Mickey Joseph, Mark Whipple, these are, you know, highly regarded in the coaching industry. 
Uh, I think there would be a chance for retention. We saw that um, with Sean Watson. Didn't work out, but we saw that with Sean Watson with Bo Pelini. Um, yeah. When Sean Watson, I believe, had one year with Callahan. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there there might be that. And then there's the opposite of it. Of, it could be... It could be like when Solich uh, had Bo Pliny and Tim Albin on staff, two four future college football head coaches, right. um, and they gave it a one-year trial and said, no, we're, we're, we're clearing everybody when Bill Callahan came in. So um, you could definitely hurt yourself in removing all the coaches. I'm just I'm, – I'm not – especially where they are now, Sip. Yeah. I know there's a lot of turnover. Five years isn't too too quick. Uh, no, I know they're not. they're moving coaches around a little bit as far as you know shuffling the assistants, mm-hmm. but that happens every year, and, and especially you know Alabama somehow is able to replace their offensive coordinator mm-hmm. year in and year out, and, and I think maybe Nick Saban's behind it all after all. Um, but in any case, yeah, if we um, get Nick Saban here, that'd yeah, that certainly help. <laughs> I just uh, I don't know because uh, you know there is that fear from some fans and, and, and that maybe that part played into a small minority of the fans that thought if Scott Frost can't do it, then nobody can. Right. But there is, I don't buy it after that. five years and after five years of quite frankly, uninspired results. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think you're in the category if they have to do it of, um, yeah, there's just too much coaching turnover. There's, there's no stability you know, here. Uh, I don't. Yeah. It's a tough. It's a tough situation. I mean that. Yeah, we. This is not what we meant to get into here. It is a really. <laughs> it is a really. It's sort of an awful discussion. You know. Um, I mean, you got to think about it. You got to think about the ramifications of starting all over. I guess what I'm saying is, I think if you're a Nebraska fan, I think most Nebraska fans, I think the majority of people want Frost to be successful because they under they recognize the ramifications that he has struggled, Riley struggled. Now what if it what if there's three or four more years of trying to get it off the ground? Or what if the the next guy's another Mike Riley? Another bad choice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean or yeah, he just doesn't work out. Right. Now now you're trending toward Kansas at that point. I mean yeah. that's that's the that's what I'm saying. I don't know. We well, can't let fear, <laughs> fear of failure, no, get can't. in the way of you. Your, I mean, because again, the, the opposite of that is just kind of sticking where you're at. That's why I'm. Well, I'm not suggesting that. I'm that not. But that's why I'm fascinated by a ho hum season. Right. Let's say they do improve a little bit. Seven. Yeah, seven wins, even six or seven wins. Um, maybe you get one solid win that you like in there. Yeah. Um, but the other games are, are, are close losses again, you know, mm-hmm. so make it again. This season has, has a, a, a chance to be very intriguing. Um, and the other part of it though, too, is this, this roster building, mm-hmm. um, the way that they've done it this year is, is new to everybody. I mean, it, it, maybe you could look at Michigan state, the way they kind of patched together their roster the last couple of years, but there's, this is, this isn't something that's been battle tested. This is a new strategy. Um, and, uh, and we'll see if it works and it, and it, but it's, it's, it's fascinating because it's not just, you know, Nebraska has got a pretty young team, I suppose there's not a whole lot of, it's not a senior led class, no, so no, it's, it's not. not necessarily like they're going to lose everybody, but the, you know, there's Oshan Mathis and Casey Thompson kind of come in mm-hmm. with the idea of thinking we're going to try to be one and done and, mm-hmm. and, and move on. Um, so, I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta put that in play as well. Mm-hmm. Where do you, I mean, if, if, if the transfer portal was not here, if, if the, you know, if the, if you weren't able to have one free transfer, mm-hmm. um, 
where do you think that the the optimism heading into the season would be? I mean, we talked about this well, with the college football magazine. Well, I don't know how to how you have that th- discussion. You wouldn't have lost a bunch of players. It, I mean, you, uh, if the transfer yeah. portal wasn't there, you wouldn't have had the same attrition. So it's a very difficult. Well, you still suspect. would have lost Cam Jurgens and Austin Allen. I mean, those guys lost lost to the NFL. Yeah, your big your biggest yeah. players. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, it's hard to say. Um, it's hard to say. I I don't. I don't want to get into the habit of uh, – I hope people don't get in the habit of, of embracing the transfer portal like you do, and then when Nebraska uses it, criticizing them for it. I mean, I don't – I don't. I mean, it's sort, sort of it's sort of a hypocrisy, right? Well, I'm not criticizing them for it. I, <laughs> I, mean, I, lo- I love it. I think Nebraska – I hope that Nebraska does. Well, I mean, if there's you, no you use it, Mathis, you use it against Frost. You like it. You think people should use it, but then when he uses it, well, he's using it too much. I mean, that's it's the it's the same old discussion. Right? You, you, the, the head coach never wins here. I mean, well, if if he doesn't is, win games. If Frost <laughs> yeah. is nine and three, we're we're bi- probably bitching oh, yeah, about we that. Are. We're still yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's right. just the way it is. I, he he needs to win more. There's no doubt about that. And he's put himself. He's put his back squarely against the wall. But and I I recognize all that. But it's yeah, and I uh yeah, there is some fear of starting over. There definitely is because we've seen why there should be fear. We've seen, it, we've seen an utter disaster under Mike Riley. Oh, yeah. I mean, we saw a complete disaster. Well, that was so, a disastrous hire. I don't know yeah. why Sean Iquist was trying to outthink the room to begin right, with. Right, right. So, yeah, of course. I mean, we saw so, – I, I don't think Bill Callahan was a, a bad hire. It didn't work out, though. It's pretty tough to go from the option offense to the West Coast right, offense right, right away, especially with Joe Daly. And, so, and the so, I don't there. know. I mean, I, I, it goes back, Bach, to this. I think the whole situation is scary. I mean, I just think it's – yeah, I, de- I definitely think it's scary. That's odd. I just don't regard it as that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, how many losing seasons do you want to have in a row? I mean, it, before you're scared. You well, <laughs> I think I mean, maybe that's the problem is that right. five – three and nine, Sip. I don't know how much worse it can get. Right. I mean, well, I'm I know- not advocate. I think you're reading me wrong. I'm not saying fraud should be back under any circumstances. Right. I'm saying it's a scary situation either way. You know? I just don't feel I'm all not, that scared about it. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Well, maybe it's maybe it's the, the your job's not on the line. So well, um, yeah. I mean, but it. I mean, my job could be on the line. I guess. So yeah, I suppose if they, if they lose too much, yeah. you know, like fifteen losing seasons in a row, it might be in trouble. Right. Um, I'm just suggesting that starting from scratch. I don't know. I guess there's a possibility that you fire Frost and you hire a coach and he goes twelve and zero. I guess that's possible. Well, I'm not saying twelve and zero, but I mean. I, I don't know where. Uh, and, but usually, and, what happens when you change your entire staff? And why do you think that the new coach would retain anybody? He might. I'd be interested. Well, yeah, he might retain them all, but I doubt it because it hardly ever happens, right? Well, I'd sure be interested in Mickey Joseph. I mean, tell. If, Are you sure? He if would you're be? coming in, if I'm Trev Alberts and I'm hiring somebody, I would honestly ask them. Who's your receiver coach? And how make can, sure you, you pay you, attention to what's going on with Mickey Joseph's recruiting. If I'm a head coach, I don't want to be told who I'm hiring. I don't want to say you got to retain these guys. I don't want to either, but I don't want to hire somebody that's going to bring in all his buddies. I mean, you've got to make. I'm not you, talking this about buddies. What about process. a guy who brings his, his staff? If I he mean, brings in a great receiving coach, then what? Then I guess that's that's. I don't know. Why do you assume that the new coach would would just keep? The guys that the AD says. I mean, that's not. I'm not saying that. I, I'm saying it would be Why part do you of think the process. Mickey Joseph would definitely be back. 
I mean, there's I'm no not saying way. He would there's be. no way. He's got to prove himself on the field, too. Right. I mean, I mean why are we handing compared. guys? What, he, we're handing Mickey Joseph a job with the next regime now. I'm not. We haven't even seen the. We haven't even seen what's happening yet. Sim, I'm telling you that, especially with new coaches, we it's not like we haven't seen guys retained before. It's 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 somewhat of a common practice in coaching. Yeah. So I mean, I think that you would at least you kind of have your exit interviews. You would at least kind of feel them out. Maybe it wouldn't work with the new guy. I'm yeah. not even advocating for a new guy. Yeah. I'm just advocating for the the potential that if it happens, yeah. I don't think you're in a disastrous situation. You've lost five years in a row. You haven't been right. to a bowl game in five years. Right. It really can't get that much worse. Oh, it could. The get worst worse. thing oh, that happens is somebody comes in and still has a losing season. It can get worse. It can get a lot worse. I'm just not sure it can get a whole lot worse. Yeah, it can definitely get worse. I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot worse programs out there than Nebraska right now. There are. I just don't know. I I I I, I don't know. I just don't know if I see it. Let's is Derek here? Uh, let's see if Derek is on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Derek, are you there? Oh, he's on number two. Derek, are you there? Derek, are you on the on the on the phones? No, oh, no, Derek. All right. Well, in any case, yeah, we're uh, without we we, we're without our producer today. Yeah. So DP is handling it um, on an interim basis. <laughs> yeah, we don't. I mean, it's. I get where you. I totally understand where you're coming from, Bach. I think there's a lot of assumptions in the conversation. I just don't make. I mean, like I do hear what you're saying all the time. Well, if, if there's a new coach, they would surely retain Whipple and. I'm not saying they surely have to. Whipple, I don't. I'm, that's Whipple not... and and uh, Mickey. Yeah. I guess. Because they're new guys, I, I mean, I don't know. Um, well, because they're pretty highly regarded in the in the coaching ranks, is, okay. is why I would consider it if I'm a new coach. All right. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I guess I don't. I don't base all my hope in Nebraska moving forward in Whipple in Mickey Joseph. Yeah, I know I don't that's. Either. I know that's the offseason hype. I know right. that's what you're trying to get into this. Oh, year. and it might be the case. I all I'm saying is, is, if I'm a head coach, I'm not. I'm not real comfortable with being told who I have to keep and who I. Keep. Yeah, I, I'd like to formulate my own staff. You know. Yeah, that's that's all I'm. saying. And I understand that. I just I don't I don't know. I, I think that there would probably be a possibility for a holdover. In fact, I mean, Eric Schneider might be a guy you might consider. I mean, there's there, I, I I think that you would at least do your exit interviews. You'd at least do your diligence and and try to see what kind of um, things are in place. And I think what that about Bush. Yeah, I mean, oh, you do them all. Four. Yeah. I mean, at but I'm not point, saying you have to keep or not keep these guys, though. At some you, point, I mean, the staff must not be that bad if we're talking about retaining four off the bat. Well, that's part of the question, though, isn't it? Is right. is is it how bad is the staff? How bad is the roster? How how does this all play in? Why? Yeah. Why was it? Why was the roster talent better than three and nine? What? Where does that well, fall? And we. I mean, and, I think that's a compl- that's a complicated discussion too. Um, you know what the three and nine was? It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, I'm trying to think of a. It wasn't like a UTEP three and nine. <laughs> hey, you know? shout out UTEP. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a compli- It's complicated. I but I, I just want you to know, Bob. I'm in no way saying yeah, Frost can just throw another five and seven and he'll be back. No, I mean it can't be that way. That's not the way the world works. Really, it's what's happened isn't the way the world works. Right. So I get all of it. I'm just suggest- the only thing I think we disagree on is I, yeah, I do think it's scary if you start from scratch because you don't a you don't know if it's going to work again and b now you're three or four you might be three or four more years down the road of where where are you you know but where are you right now three or four years down right. the road of a reset well I don't anyway. know that's what we got to see that's what we got to see and that will be the big decision and I have a feeling it'll be a tough decision 
Cause yeah. I don't see, I don't, cause here's why I think we're headed toward a really tough decision. Cause I don't think Nebraska is good enough just to throw 10 out there and say, okay, everything's looks like it's going well. I think it's more like a six to eight win team. And do you see how fine that line is? Now oh, yeah. you have a very difficult decision. And I've seen this before where the fan base gets, gets split. If they win seven, there'll be a lot of fans that probably, well, six, there'll be a lot of fans that say move on. Oh yeah. And it'll be split and it'll be ugly. And, and, and then by the way, if you do move on, you're going to lose, you're going to lose a lot of players anyway, but you're going to lose a ton of players. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you better hire a coach who knows how to, how to maneuver in a transfer portal. Cause you'll probably need 20 more new guys. But I've seen it around here. Well, you've seen it around here too. You're old enough. It's ugly. That discussion is ugly. If it's if the fan base is split, if it's, if you're if you're at six or seven, fan base is going to be split. Yeah, it is. Well, it's going to be maybe <laughs> maybe not six split. I think mo- ah yeah, it'll be split at six. Five yeah. people say move on, but it's a very fine line here now. Right. It could come down to Iowa. I mean, you could right. go into that week exactly. saying, should Frost. And then how how silly is that somewhat, right? Exactly. <laughs> why, yeah. or why are you basing your whole future yeah. off one Iowa game? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. It doesn't feel that scary in June. It'll feel scary when it's happening. I think that we've kind of already been through that season. I thought that last season was the feeling. I mean, you remember that week in, week out, especially early on, it was like Oh yeah. Yeah, every week with even the even the Buffalo game, it wasn't like, well, Nebraska's gonna lose, but it was like, well, if they do. So it was like every, every Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, every week was like Scott Frost could be fired here after this You're right. game. Referendum. Yeah. And that's so gonna be the same thing this year. Uh, another another referendum season, yeah. Yeah. Every game Which, is a referendum. Is is like you said? I mean, that's kind of college football, right? It is college football, especially <laughs> when you're when you're in in on the hot seat. Um, it's just, um, I I mean, it's it makes every week interesting. There's at least that, um, but uh, it is uh, it it. I mean, it it it's got to feel pretty um, pretty. I like you said, kind of scary down over there at the athletic department. Um, I but and at the same time, it, it's it's the weird situation that you're in is is that you don't have any cohesion. I mean, I don't want to say any. There's there's guys that have played and coached together before. But you don't have a whole lot of cohesion in that I don't know if you want to make uh, a a vast judgment, a quick judgment early on in the season to begin with because you got to kind of let these guys get a roll. Well, I know, but they don't have much time. Right. They don't. They were just kind of put in the situation that they are in, I suppose. And the big unknown is the way that is – is how much rope Trev Alpes is willing to give Frost. It's a huge unknown. Nobody really – you can't read right. his mind. You don't know how the season's going to play out. But I think they got to – he's got to show progress quickly. Early. Yeah. I mean – and, and, you know, that's like you said, that's going to be difficult. Yeah, it's uh, – I don't know. I mean, you hope – what you hope is – a that the AD makes sound a sound decision when it's time, and if he and if he decides to move on, that he has somebody in his back pocket, right? You know, um, but yeah, this, this but that that can also be dangerous because <laughs> if you have someone in your back pocket, at least I don't want to say dangerous, but it doesn't allow a lot of time because these days in college football, we saw with Clay Elton last year. Oh, that that two weeks into it, you're oh you're kind of disappointing. You're out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I, I it's it, yeah, it can happen. We've even seen it with Frost last year too. Is you know, don't wait till the end of the season. Let's make the move now so that we can kind of get a jump start. And everything, everything's about getting a jump start into the next off season. So these these firings seem to be happening a little bit earlier. Yeah, they, they do. The they do now. Yeah, so we'll just you just gotta kind of let it play out. But I uh, yeah, I'm sort of evolved toward the camp that I hope Frost proves people wrong. I do I, because I think. Because I guess I think that it would be better for the program if he does prove people wrong, and there's there's stability. Yeah. Um. And I, I think, and I do. I think the majority of Nebraskans understand that. I think the mo- majority of Nebraskans are reasonable, um, and they don't they don't want people they don't want Frost to fail. I mean, always around here, there are people who want the head coach to fail, it seems yeah. like. Just want to um, see the world burn. Yeah. Um, and I get that. But he's like you say, Buck, he's 15 and 29. I mean, he knows the arrows are coming all the time. Yeah. Um, of course he does. He's a, he's a, I, I've said to Jake, he's a human pinata. Fred Hoiberg and Scott Frost are human pinatas. Yeah. Um, and that's what happens when you lose at that rate. Um, and so it creates a lot of, um, sort of uncomfortable discussions in the month of June. <laughs> <laughs> it does, but at least it's intriguing. At least uh, mm-hmm. you know, at least there's, some, it is. there's a lot going on. Yeah. Interesting's better. And I said that about last year's 3-9 and nine season. This was interesting. I kind of had fun. Did you have fun last year? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and hey, don't, you know, you know what Frost and those guys, they know what they're in. I mean, yeah. they, they, it's not that I worry about really them. They know what they got into, you know. Yeah. So that's... We'll just have to see where it goes. Yeah, and I think most people are cheering for Frost. Like you said, there's going to be a, a small amount that aren't, but certainly it, it, it's it's not the, it's not a lack of hope or want that's going to doom Scott Frost here from the fan base. It, it just the results on the field if it happens that way. We'll be right back here on Early Break. <laughs> 